Welcome to the Ocean Hills Podcast. Our hope is that today's message would help you connect more deeply with God and with others. If you would like more information on what is happening in the Ocean Hills community, check out our website at oceanhills.org or download the Ocean Hills app. If you are encouraged by our ministry and would like to partner with us financially, you can give through your mobile device by texting Ocean Hills to 77977. We hope you enjoy this message. What's up, church family? John Ireland, and I am so excited about Colossians 3. I hope you're not sick of it yet. This whole series, several weeks on Get Used to Different, that following Jesus is about living differently than our culture, than the world, living a life of love. And uh, can I ask you to do something right as we start this morning's message? I would love for you to open your Bible, actually to open it, not your phone, your Bible. Go find your paper Bible, your leather Bible, whatever it is. And I'd love for you to open it up to Colossians 3. And I'd love for you to write with ink pen, COVID-19, get used to different. Just write it right there in the column, write it right there next to the number three in the book of Colossians chapter three. We are looking at one verse today. We've been doing this verse by verse. We've been going slow because there's so much meat there's so much substance, there's so, so much depth in this chapter. If we want to live like Jesus, if we want to, our lives to look like Him, this is what it looks like. This is the vision that Paul paints for you and for me on what life, what's the Christian life actually supposed to look like. Colossians 3, verse 16, here we go. Let the message about Christ in all of its richness... Let the message about Christ in all of its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom He gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. There's that phrase again, with thankful hearts. And I love the way that Eugene Peterson in the message, he He translates it this way. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Have the run of the house. I love that. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Let the word of God, the message of Christ, God's word, the scriptures, the Bible, let it have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. And then John Ortberg. Let's just keep going on these quotes. John Orperg says that the goal is not for us to get through the Scriptures. The goal is to get the Scriptures through you, through us. It's not just getting into God's Word. It's getting God's Word into us. I want you to think about cooking. I was with with my daughter uh, having a conversation earlier this week. And let me just say, my wife and my daughter... I'm so blessed. They're both amazing cooks. But we were talking about marinating. And what is that? You know, it's, it, it, it's when you take chicken or steak and, and you soak it in a red wine vinegar or there's all these different kinds of marinades, but you just let it soak and soak and soak. And then it just, when you cook it, it brings out just the best flavors. And really what Paul's saying here is he wants the people of God in the church of Colossae, in Colossians, he's saying, I want you to marinate. 
and just soak on God's word, on the message of Jesus. Just allow your life to soak in it. And guess what? When you do that, and we're going to talk this morning about how to do that, but when you do that, it's not that you gain more information. It's that your life and my life begins to change. We begin to align ourselves with God's word rather than with the culture. We're not being conformed by the world. We're being transformed by the word because we're thinking differently. And so what makes the message of Jesus so rich? I want to ask that question. You say, why are you asking that question? Because back up in in verse 16, it says, let the message about Christ in all of its richness, underline that, The message of Christ is rich, but why? Why? Well, his message is not you suck. His message is not you're in trouble again. His message is not you're a complete disaster and disappointment to me. I'm going to condemn you. That's not the message of Jesus. The richness of the message of Jesus is this. I see you. I know you. I love you. I forgive you. I choose you. I have gifted you. I have a purpose for you. A reason for you to get up in the morning. And I want to lead you on the best pathway for your life. That's what makes the richness of Christ's message so rich. Because it is. It's it's a game changer. It's a game changer. And so how how do we do that? How do we let the message of Christ fill our lives? How do we do that? There's two ways that Paul says here in verse 16. It's about getting into the Word and then getting into worship and song. Number one is read, reflect, and respond to God's Word. Listen to it. Chew on it. Interact with God's Word. And that might be in quiet times. That might be listening to podcasts of of sermons, my sermons, or sermons of other pastors and communicators. It might be in small groups, but we, we chew on, we interact with Scripture. And, and we discuss it, and we talk about it, and we're listening for God to speak to us through it. And that's what Paul, he's, in, he's urging this, this church and in, in, in congregation in, in the uh, city of Colossae to be absorbed in and shaped by the Word so that it actually impacts and influences their attitudes and their actions. It's not just reading it for information, it's reading it so it changes the way that we think and the way that we treat each other and the way that we behave. Now, some of you are going, but John, I've read the Bible and it was like reading Chinese. It was like reading Mandarin, right? Kind of like up on the screen. You're like, what do I do with that? That, that, That's what it feels like to me. And, and, and I've had that experience too, just so you know. There are times I'll read God's Word, and I'm like, I'm not exactly sure. And, and I love what N.T. Wright, uh, this is what he says about reading the Bible, about, about dwelling in the Word of God. He says this, 
He suggests that we submerge into the text. Take a passage, perhaps a bit of the Gospels, perhaps a bit of Paul. Breathe deeply. Slow down and imagine yourself actually in the scene. If it's in the Gospels, you're in the crowd as Jesus is walking by. And then there's somebody shouting to him, what are you thinking about this person? What are your own reactions to the story? Imagine that Jesus turns around and his eyes scan the crowd and he picks out you. What's he going to say to you as a result of what you've just seen? What question is Jesus asking you? What invitation is Jesus offering you? Live within the text, and as it breathes out to you, discern what God might be quietly saying to you through it. Now, that's a long quote, but what he's saying is we need to interact and enter into and imagine that when we're reading the scriptures that we're actually there if it's part of the historical narrative, it's one of the gospels, we're there and, and we're imagining seeing and listening to Jesus and, and interacting with the people that he's interacting and then he's addressing all of that. You, you submerge into the text. And so I think that this COVID-19 has created such a great opportunity for us as a church family to dwell on the Word of God and to let the Word of God dwell in us richly. And so we have had the 21 days, three different sessions. We're, in, we're at the end of, we're starting session three here in this next week in the Psalms. And we're reading and we're praying and we're digesting and we're interacting with the Word of God. And we're doing it in community, not by ourselves. You can do it by yourself, but we're doing it in community. And I want to invite you to jump in. You can jump in tomorrow, Monday morning, man. Just jump in on the Zoom call and learn to pray and learn to read the Scriptures and learn to listen to God's whisper, to God's nudges, to God's checks in your spirit, to God loving you, encouraging you, and strengthening you. Eugene Peterson, and I'm going to close with this quote, and then we're going to have a little interview with Lynn Robinson, but Eugene Peterson, scholar, pastor, writes this, Christians don't simply learn or study or use Scripture. We assimilate it. We take it into our lives in such a way that it gets metabolized into acts of love, cups of cold water, missions into all the world, healing and evangelism and justice in Jesus' name, hands raised in adoration of the Father, and feet washed in company with the Son. So good. What's he saying? He's saying that the purpose of letting the Word of God dwell in us richly is so that it'll change our life. Before you re-enter your day, we hope that you will take just a few moments to pause and respond to what God has put on your heart through this message. Thank you again for listening to the Ocean Hills podcast. 
For access to more sermons, visit the Watch and Listen page on OceanHills.org or find them on the Ocean Hills app.